What do you hear? What do you say? Chicago, where the fires serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Episode 116 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. As always, I'm Big Z, and E-Rock is out on assignment, so I had to bring in a family friend, man, a family, 606 family member in, man. So <laughs> today we had to bring in the one and the only, Stevie B. Oh, yeah. we got an intro song Party for you now. Time. That's right, we got an intro song for you, brother. That's awesome. Party time, right? That's right. What up, Z? What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If this is your first time or a long time, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listings app of your choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter, True Chicago Fans, or True Shy Fans. So it's T-R-U-E-C-H-I-F-A-N-S. And on Instagram, True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm true chicago sports fans go on there and click and support us you can subscribe as low as 99 cents a month do you like the show are you a fan tell your friends and they'll tell they'll tell their friends and we'll all be friends do you enjoy the content that we make that makes you laugh makes you cry or yell or just think about your life in general please share it with your friends who would like to listen as well Thanks, man. That's a mouthful. <laughs> I know. I had. I'm gonna take a sip of this white claw right now. Oh boy, I'll take a sip of this right here. Oh man. Mm. Oh, good though. Smooth, <sighs> just like that whiskey you're drinking. Yeah, I got a got a little uh, gold label scotch because I have this cold, go. man. Got this. I know. Cold. I was with you since uh, Sunday. So. Yeah. yeah. But Z, uh, how you feeling? You feeling better? You, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we 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 did go to that Bears game. Thank you very much. It was the most beautiful Bears game I've been to. The weather was like sixty five degrees. I was still bundled oh, up. Oh, you're welcome, man. Yeah, thank you. I was you're bundled welcome. up like it was like twenty five below. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, I work as a teacher, and you always gonna catch a cold, a flu, or something from one of these kids. So, uh, as many oranges that I eat every morning from the kids that don't eat them. And I eat, my energy drink has vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and all this stuff. I can still get sick. So that, that's some powerful germs, man. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know, if you would drink that whiskey every night before you go to sleep, you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I think that's for me. I mean, knock on wood, I haven't gotten sick in the last three years. Yeah. I was with you in a car that was closed the windows. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I'm breathing. But uh, but yeah, no, it was a great day um, on Sunday for the Bears game. So it was nice. And of course, you have to layer up because you never know. It's 10 degrees colder. 
Plus, we weren't in the sun or um, yeah. where the seats were at. Right? We were in the south, the south end zone, which is a perfect seat. It's a perfect view of the game. Um, even when they're all, all the way at the other end of the zone, it's still a great view. Um, the, the only thing I complain about Soldier Field, uh, besides the outside aesthetics, is the seating. The seating is super <laughs> tight. I'm a 2XL boy. Yeah, I'm a 2XL boy. So at some point, we just have to stand up and watch the game. And, you know, being on the lower concourse, there's you can you know find a little spot a nook and cranny to uh, be able to watch the game and it looks pretty cool uh, from the first level so I I really appreciated that uh, we had a, yeah. a pretty good burger from DMK as well that was great yeah I I'm never a messy eater but no. I got the caramel onions all over me my pants my van <laughs> shoes. Did that you, was a total mess. Did you get them off? Did you get the uh, white stain off? No, I shouted them out too. I shouted them out, yeah. brushed them off. That shout actually took some of the color off of the orange. No. No, but it was fine. It, it's still orange, but it still has that spot. I'm like, whatever. Maybe I'll just draw it and make a little C or a B through that, but I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. But vans yeah. are meant to get dirty, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah, but still, they're, they're pretty cool looking vans. I, I think I, yeah. I don't have any vans. I have... Uh, I have a pair of Chucks and I have a pair of, uh, are they Vans? They are in my Vans. Yeah. Yeah. I was wearing I, the high top orange Vans. So you right. wear those in October and then wear them to the Bears games and things like that. Those are pretty much the only time I wear them. I think, I think my, my, uh, Loteria ones, I think those might be uh, Vans. They're low tops. They're, well, you wore those this week. Yeah. Those slip-ons. I think the uh, day of the dead. Yeah. I think those might be Vans. I'm not sure. Um, again, I, I, I also watched Coco last night. Hey, that's a great movie, man. That's a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, so. so I mean, uh, wrap up my weekend. Uh, the Bears right. game. Um, I snuck into Bill Burr. Don't tell Bill. Uh, I won't tell him. <laughs> yeah, don't tell Bill. Uh, it's okay. He doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, we had uh, I had a friend hook us up, and um, it was nice. So um, we, yeah, yeah, we got the, we were in the uh, Queenie's bar, and um, what ended up happening is like we got a hook up, and uh, we got our way down there. And let me tell you right now, I waited so long for this hookup, I don't remember Bill Burr even talking. Oh man! Well, you know what? That's a good time. You know you had a good time. Oh yeah. You were probably dying the next day, but no, I actually woke up fine because I was having Manhattan's, uh, not Manhattan's, uh, old fashions. Mm. So I was having bullet all night. So it was that. Oh. And then I had whiskey as for shots. So I was, I said even kill and had some food before I went uh, went home, and then uh, woke up. I had a small headache, um, but that could have been from being sick though. Um, but yeah, I was fine. I really, really, um, yeah. I remember sitting. I think we were on the floor, maybe like eighteen rows back. We're on the floor, we're in the last row before it breaks off and then has the next right. set of rolls. Um, I remember hearing him, but I don't remember his comedy. Tell you that much. That's how much of a good time I had <laughs> with, without Bill Burr. Well, you I, probably enjoyed it. You just, yeah. Mm. No, I get you. I've been there. I've done that. Well, that's why, I, I mean, I didn't pay for it, so I don't feel so bad. And also, I was I took pictures, and I found out later afterwards that people had had their Ziploc, uh, phone Ziploc bag, in, uh, and they, they sealed it. So you couldn't have oh, your phone. Kevin yeah. Hart kind of commentary. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So sorry, Bill. I didn't know. I was a little inebriated. A little bit inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tuesday Night Magic, yeah, we're still rolling. Uh, we're still in the hunt for uh, top four. Um, nice. it, you know what? It's crazy because um, the guy, one of the guys that bowled a 300, we were bowling against this week. And um, he was pretty close to a 300. He had eight in a row. He was wow. all, all the way to eighth frame, good. and the, some some old guy next to us. Um, he our, so the guy was you know with the eight strike. He's on the approach, and the guy next to him steps up, oh. and yeah, and then comes off. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you see someone who's next to you 
just stand behind the line and wait if you don't mm-hmm. know when to go and throw. Yeah, if you don't know where to go, just wait. It's a rule of thumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, always yeah, defer yeah. to the right. Um, you know, like just like driving, but at the same time, like this dude had eight, and um, you know, the old man finally steps off, and then he steps on, and then my guy Louis, his, his little brother, is about to step on, but he's two lanes over. I, I it didn't matter. Everyone else had already had stopped and 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 pulled themselves off. I when right. I go I go to Louis, hey, pull pull your brother, and he grabs his brother by the belt. He was on approach. He grabbed him by the belt and yanked him back, and he's like, "What the hell?" And then he's like, "Look." He has eight yeah. strikes, and as soon as the as the guy that's about he's about to go again, the uh, the white guy next to him again goes up on approach at the same time. Man, just killed that's his approach. Funny. I think he ended up with like a six spare on that one because it just completely threw off his his, uh, his rhythm. Yeah, I would literally I would have kicked him in the shin. Yeah, how was your week, or brother? Just it was good, man. Um, last week Tuesday I went to the Hawks game. No so, shit. Uh, Look at you. Yeah. So I went to the Hawks game. Uh, I haven't been in like 11 years because the last time I went was after the world um, when they won the cup. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was 2011. Uh, I had fun. I had good seats. Again, there were comp seat, uh, tickets mm-hmm. like Sunday's first, which was great. Great seats. Um, and yeah, so it was a good game. Um, I forgot how cold it was in there. <laughs> so, yeah, it is pretty cold in uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't mind hockey. I think the last last time I actually bought a jersey was when Chris Chelios was on the team. Wow. Um, so if I try to put that jersey on, it was like my eight-year-old self. So it might just fit up to my forearm, but that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I got a lot of new Bulls gear, so I'm rocking right now. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a nice sweater, man. Yeah. Where'd you get that uh, one? Fan, Fantastics or Fanjestics? Oh, uh, fan- Fanatics. Whatever it's called. Yeah. So, but if like, you do buy from there, you got to go an extra size up because they run small. They do run small. I, I actually got a. I, th- I usually buy baseball stuff at the end of the season or a month after. Right. Just, when it's on sale. Right. And um, like these ones that I have actually bought two hoodies. Um, and they were like not that bad. They're like forty dollars. Yeah. Pete. Yeah. So, forty bucks. And, they were like sixty, and there was like twenty five or thirty percent off. So yeah, jump on that. That's what you want to do. You want to get on uh, that 40 percent off. And I think I have a coupon somewhere in my house for like another thirty five percent off because I ordered uh, a couple hats. I'm gonna order some more hats. I gotta get a haircut though, but I'm gonna order some. I got two hats that I want to order. Actually, one I have to go to get because one of my guys got one. He's not even a big White Sox fan, but he got one. It's got the big dumb 2005 logo on the side um, and and the Sox uh, emblem. So it's it's a brand new release, whatever. But it's all the way in like. I don't know. He, he goes always south. Like I don't know what what suburb oh, that I was. I was gonna say, don't stop believing. You know. No, 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 no. It's it's a simple White Sox hat. Something I'll just pull out once in a while. That's gonna stay in my closet, bagged up. Something I pull out for special occasions. But just wear it when you go bowling and sweat it up. You know. No, that's what I'm wearing now. I'm wearing I'm wearing our Grit Clothing uh, Southside hat. So uh, shout out to Grit Clothing for the beautiful hat they uh, they gifted me a couple opening days so we gotta right. get you we gotta get you one of these for for the cubs because you you know you're oh, a big yeah, cup fan man. i'll rock it i'll definitely rock that um besides the hawks game did the podcast on friday uh um, how'd that go man it was good so the episode is out from from last week friday to yeah today, it's on it's out right it's Monday, so um it's out um and it was a guy named brant he has his own uh golf company so it's all recycled goods stuff is great um so that's a good interview it's a long one um and uh no spoilers but i'll just say we finished the bottom of lord so 
Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about the episode. Uh, go check it out. Um, and then p- following week was ours crossover part one. So that I think the second part of it will come out next week on Monday uh, of the crossover between Noah on the Weekend and True Chicago Sports Fans. Oh, man. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we had the, yeah. Yeah, the crossover. It did well. I looked at our, our numbers. They, they did well for us. So I hope it does well for you, too, man. And, you know, yeah. all of what we want to do is increase these numbers, right? We don't want exactly. rookie numbers. Right. So other than that, man, that's pretty much it. And then we went to the Bears game and uh, came back home and relaxed and slept and got ready for the day. How were your wings? I ordered 20, but I actually ate only like eight. What? So I have some left over. So I'm going to probably tear those up probably hey, tomorrow. There you go. There you Leftovers. go. Yeah. Any bowling for you this week? Uh, bowling on Wednesday, um, but I'm going to see tomorrow if I can take my ball to get fixed because I haven't yet. I've been procrastinating. I don't know yes, if I've that many times. Uh, that my ball is like cracking, so I need to get that patched. Yeah, so I'm gonna see it for tomorrow. I definitely uh, need to take my stuff in to get resurfaced, um, to get cleaned up and so forth because it, it's it's filthy. Even though yeah. I clean it, you know, before and after the game, it's still filthy. Like uh, my high road, it's like all dull looking. I'm like, no, I don't like the way this looks. Yeah, uh, and then Thursday, no bowling because uh, diversity actually rented it out for both Thursdays back to back. So do you get your money back on that? How does that work? Uh, I don't, we don't, we don't bowl, we don't pay. So, oh, so your season's uh, just shortened by two weeks. Right. Um, and then I'm going to go see Wakanda forever. On so, when Thursday, Thursday, Thursday yeah. night, yep. huh. 6.30, 6.30 at night. Yeah. And Thursday. Yeah. Huh. I might hit you up about that. Yeah. going to go to, um, new city. So yeah, I'll definitely hit you up for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty much it, man. That's uh, that's me in a nutshell. That's right. Let's roll. So, all right. In this episode, we'll catch up with all of our Chicago sports teams as they have been busy making news. All that plus stirring the pot and what you're looking at. But first, this, the big three with Big Z. All right. Thanks, DBB. I'm Big Z and you're not. all right for today's stories all right man i got one for you man since you like crazy stuff to eat man yeah man um how how are you with like really hot stuff man uh you know what i could do hot but i'm not that dumb to do the hot chip challenge i'll tell you that oh you're not that dumb nope i'm not is that a sean thing uh, I don't think he'd do it either. Oh come I on! He, I think he'd do it. I think maybe just a tip of it, but I don't. I don't just know. Just a tip, like yeah, just a tip. Uh, it still counts though if you don't eat the whole chip anyway. So. <laughs> All right. So a California man with a passion for hot peppers earned his latest Guinness World Record title by eating ten, count them, yes, Carolina Reaper chilies, the hottest peppers in the world. He ate ten Reapers. In 33.15 seconds. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy and nuts. And I would not want to be his stomach. I wouldn't want to be his asshole. That too. I did, <laughs> I wanted to keep it a little bit PG in that one. But yeah, no, he's got to be bleeding. Has oh my be. God. Like, I mean, I mean, when was the last time you ate something so hot that you felt it the next day on the way out? Oh, man. Uh, it's been a while. But all I know is if I eat something really hot, the back of my head starts sweating the top of my head. Like, I'm sniffing like this because I'm like, you know, it's like crazy hot. Yeah, it's just, I'll do hot, but 
you know, I'll do mild too. It's just I'm also careful with uh, <laughs> what I put, you know, hot stuff in my body. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What about you? Could you eat it? Uh, you... Hell no, bro. I don't even want to smell it. I want to be. In, I don't want to be in the same zip code as that crap. So, but get... I'll tell you, yeah. when I used to work at Panda Express. And I was in high school when I was doing this. It wasn't like two months ago or four years oh, ago. No, I was I, about to say hooking up with some food, man. What's what's hot there? What what do they have that's hot there? Well, not that hot, but you were talking about like breathing it in. So when you get that fresh orange chicken uh-huh. into it, and you take a big whiff, all the spices went in my nose, and it uh... just like completely burned me. And I'm just like, oh, it was like the worst thing ever. So I can only imagine. If you have a, ch- a chili pepper that's that hot and you're breathing in, ooh, Mm-mm. no way. I want no, nowhere near that. Not even like I don't. You have to uh, touch that with with rubber gloves because you know it, it, it's I feel absorbed. Like it would still go through the gloves. It's absorbed through the through the skin, uh, and the last thing you want to do is touch your eye or anything like that. So, Gregory Foster completed the mouth scorching challenge in San Diego about nine months after earning another Guinness World Records by eating three Reapers in 8.2 seconds. So, this guy is setting the standards in having his a hole ripped apart. Probably he's got to have double ply toilet paper. I mean, sure. at, at this point, you got to just shove a PVC pipe up there and just let it just all stream out because you don't want to feel anything. I mean, they probably do. He probably puts it out in the alley because man, LA is dirty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, story number two. Yeah, story number two. Last week, a lottery winner in China donned a mascot costume to claim his 30.6 million dollar lottery jackpot in order to keep his wife and children from finding about finding about the prize what do you think about that he's a smart man he's a smart man <laughs> smart man yeah he was wearing some kind of mascot i couldn't figure out it's got to be some chinese or food cost uh, costume it's that they be, had. well it's chinese so it's not japanese so it's no pikachu but no no it's not a pikachu no, uh, smart man, you know, um, because I could see it not giving it to the kids because you, you know, you want to earn your money, but he didn't really earn it, he just got lucky. But then his wife could probably, you know, take it all, or yeah, I don't know what the laws I know. are, I don't know what the laws are in, in China. So, I mean, I know they're probably male dominated and so forth, but I'm just telling you right now, like, um, you're married, like, I know, especially in Illinois, she gets half no matter what. So I don't know how that's going to uh, roll. I don't know. If you get Tomorrow divorced, she gets half. I'm going to look that up. Who's voting against that? <laughs> uh, you have to have anything you have prior to the marriage is yours. Right. Uh, but anything that happens during the marriage, you have to split 50-50. So, um, yeah, I'd probably be like. Hey, maybe that's the same thing in China. But, hey, I would I would do the same thing mascot. I'm sorry. You'd be doing the mascot thing. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would do it here too. I would do it here too. I was like, "Hey, I won the lottery. I'm, right. wa- I'm wearing Benny the Bull, and I'm gonna show up this way." And uh, yeah, yeah that- we saw Benny the Bull on Sunday too. Yeah, we nice. did see. Yeah, there's mascots. Yeah, we had to saw all the mascots. So, That's awesome. all right, man, hide your wives and hide your children from winning that. Uh- I mean, yeah, you said you do the same thing, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I would definitely yeah, put a mascot costume on and, and show up. Now, if I had a wife, you know what? And, and, and let's say it's not working out, we're like, hey. Here's your half. Pay your taxes. And, and then, you know, do you. Or do I you. would lie. If I got $10 million and Tiller got 3 If it's divorce court, they're going to find all that out, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, it uh, was a Guangzai Welfare Lottery said the man identified only by the pseudo name Lee. Uh, said he's been playing the lottery for about 10 years and normally, normally uses the numbers 2, 5, 19, 26, 27, 29, and 02. So I I, the power number is a good number. 
Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, the lottery's going on. You know, it's one point something billion right now, which I have no idea how it gets that high. I mean, yeah. are you playing, brother? Uh, I didn't go today. Uh, I was gonna put everything on my credit card, go open up a new one, max that bitch, and see if I won. But no, I didn't do it. No, yeah. um, no, I was thinking about it, but no, I really just play the scratch offs and take me till Vegas. There we go. There we go. Yep. A little, little bit of a gambling man there. Well, I mean, I was gambling this weekend. We were gambling on Sunday. Oh man, yeah, Ooh. Saturday and Sunday, I took a beating, bro. I took a beating. I, every damn parlay would be like one leg short, one leg short, one leg short, and I'm like, you know what? You know, do you want on that bet? I told you, dude. Oh, um, uh, the Lakers to lose. Oh, I actually put it on twice. Did you? And I did, and I tried to put it through, and it wouldn't go through. So I checked my thing. Oh. I'm like, where is it? I put that bet in. I it didn't it go on through twice, by the way. So I accidentally hit it twice, and yeah. one of the odds changed. Okay. I won eight seventy five on a five, and then I won another eight fifty. It only changed like barely a percentage, but I won sixteen bucks. There you go. There you go. So, you're you're um, a winner, sir. But I did say yesterday, um, Stefan Diggs screwed me because. Uh, Cup and um, who else? Uh, Hopkins got a touchdown, and all I needed was Diggs to get one touchdown any time of the game, and he didn't. Nope. So I lost uh, twenty bucks on that on a five dollar bet. But, so you're, yeah. I mean, you know, you lost on five bucks. So maybe you're still up. You're still up. Right, right, right. So right. you're. But fine. I made a bet tonight with the Bulls, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I put I put the last of my money, um, half on the Bulls and half on Monday Night Football. So. Hopefully I can uh, uh, recharge my account because it went from little to a lot to back down to little. That's gambling, baby. That's how it is. That's how it's. That's what makes 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 it fun. It makes it fun. Speaking of sports, an ESPN uh, announcer for story number three broke the Guinness World Record for the longest cornhole throw when he tossed a corn-filled bag seventy-six feet into a hole into the wooden target. Uh, Marty Smith attempted the record ahead of Saturday's football game between Georgia, University of Georgia, and University of Tennessee. Uh, Guinness World Records uh, agitator. How do you say this? Yeah. Some dude that was there was present at the attempt, which was aired live on the SEC network. He sank the shot from 76 feet, beating the record of 75 feet and one inch, which was set by Johnny Gordon last November. Are you a cornhole guy, man? Uh, I'm not really. Not it. Um, I mean, this guy's know. this guy's going in deep, man. Yeah, it's throwing it further than Patrick Mahomes, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just not a fan. I I see it. I know people that play professionally. Um, it's just it's not for me. It's not. But for I've you. seen on TikTok and stuff like that where like kids are whiffing that thing like it's nothing, and they're like maybe 14, 15 years old. So that's pretty cool. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, I, I just, it's not for me. I played it a couple of times. It's cool. I just don't know how to keep score and stuff like that. So well, it's a lot of fun. Know. It's a lot of fun, especially if you're drinking. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's for fun, cool. I mean, I would play competitively, but not like competitively, like with professionals. All right. Before we close this segment, I got a little quick story. So, sure. Um, I think it was, I want to say Labor Day weekend, and my brother and his boy came over. And we're barbecuing. Your place? Yeah, we're barbecuing right there in my, my big front yard, whatever. And um, this is year, this is about 2014, 2015. And uh, we're barbecuing, and I had a set uh, of bags. And um, we nice were sack, right? and we we're playing, right? And then uh, I'm okay. I'm not great. I'm okay. 
Um, and then he's my brother's like, uh, all right, well, we're playing for shots. Uh, let me just say, I don't remember half the night because he straight hustled the shit out of me. I bet. I think I finished a whole bottle of Crown um, on wow. shots. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember most of the night. I think. Uh, Talk about getting the dads the next day for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough one. So well, uh, I'm proud of you. You finished the bottle. Mm, it was better than <laughs> it's better than finish the bottle of my lord. I'll tell you that much. Oh God, I. Yeah, no. <laughs> that, that either. I really, I really drink neither. Just give me tequila. I'll be fine. Yeah, that that's uh, that's my uh, poison of choice at the uh, at the moment. Unless uh, I have some uh, high end uh, scotch. There you go. I have some. Uh, yeah, I have some JB here. Okay. And it's aged too. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm drinking Gold Label because that's uh, my poison. That's my expensive poison because I don't go higher than that. Oh hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baller on a budget. Baller. <laughs> you on a like budget. it? I love it. Whatever floats your boat, man. That's right. That's right. All right. I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, this is comedian Ken Gar, and I was just a guest on the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with You're Big. Right. Earl and G-Money and a bunch of weirdos. So tune in! Hey, True Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to Nowhere on the Weekend, new episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots, so let's kick it back over to Big Z and E-Rock. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. In for E-Rock this week is Stevie B. What up, man? What up? All right, man, you ready to get into some sports? Oh, let's do it. There we go. This is The Loop, our Chicago sports roundup where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. I mean, this this is pretty awesome because he would be really proud of me because I didn't even read that. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, 116 episodes. I should be able to do that by heart, right? There you go. Hey, you got it. That's uh, right. All right, let's let's talk some White Sox because uh, you're the Cuff fan. Let me get that out of the way for yeah, you. There, we, we, got, we got news, man. White Sox have a new manager, and his words, two big words he had was communication and energy. 
And let me tell you right now, those were two things that the White Sox did not have. Communication and energy. Communication cost them and, uh, uh, injuries. Communication cost them games. The energy cost them games because they did not show up game after game. So a manager that's showing up with these two words in his press conference, who is Pedro Grafal, and no, no one ever, ever, ever heard of him because he was, you know, you know, hidden in, in Kansas City and other organizations. So uh, communication is one of the biggest parts of my leadership, Grafal said. I think it's really important that you empower players and empower coaches as you collaborate. Everyone's a big part of this, and I think our success are tied together. Raising the energy level every single day is extremely, extremely important. As far as new ideas and analytics, I'm well-versed in this stuff. Ideas are stuff that comes up daily, especially when you have a very creative staff. But we're going to be prepared to play. We're going to work hard, and we're going to be prepared to play. So, I mean, right now, off the back, this man won the... I watched the press conference. He won that press conference. He was very impressive. He's well-spoken. He was with the organization, uh, Kansas City organization, as a bench coach for three years. He also managed a farm system. He's pretty much done every single job that you can have without being a manager in the major leagues. He's coached in Venezuela. He's coached overseas, all that stuff. So this man is not something that we're going to laugh at. Is this a hidden gem? I don't know. He reminds me a lot of John uh, uh, Joe Madden. Yeah, I mean, the part that I was like, okay, is when you said he uh, coached in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the White Sox players are Hispanic. Yep. And, you know, I guess, I don't know about you, but if I was one of the guys on the team and I would talk shit about LaRusso in Spanish, like, <laughs> like he's not going to understand. Actually, LaRusso spoke well, very well Spanish. Oh, well... Yeah, he can't talk mind. behind his back. Don't do that. Never mind. Talk to him uh, in his face. Talk to him in his face. Yeah, uh, but exactly. That is where the lack of communication comes in. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see what he has to do. I pardon me, wish Ozzy was back because I like yeah. his flair, his anger. You don't see MLB coaches arguing anymore as much, I should say. They're not as hot-headed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like Dusty Baker would be or... Um, Lou Pinella or uh, you know LaRusso had that Ozzy had that um, so a lot of coaches you know early 2000s late 2000s were like that but that's know. that's that's dead that's all gone uh, maybe once in a while maybe once a year so you see a manager lose his shit and just throw bases and dirt and all that stuff and get kicked out but that's not happening but you did mention Ozzy Gein and uh, I'm going to address it because um not that my source was wrong. It's just that, you know, when it came to it. Because uh, you had said that with me and Sean on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I legit had a, had a source. Exactly. Yeah. I had a source close to the situation. Uh, you know, the you know Ozzy was one of the finalists. He had a great interview with Rick Hahn and Chris Gatz and everybody up there. He did not have Kenny in the room. Kenny was not in that room. Um, so that thing, I think that's something that's surprising because Kenny has his finger in everything that's White Sox oh, yeah. business, but he wasn't there. And the thing is that Ozzy and Kenny get along great because they're at the ballpark and they talk all the time. They do because, you know, Ozzy's on, on, on the TV side as an analyst now. And, and, you know, Kenny still got his finger in everyone's butthole right now. But right now what I'm saying is that, yeah, yeah. Right now what I'm saying is that, you know, Kenny does knows who's coughing up what and who's, who's pooping out what color. He knows exactly what's going on with the organization. So for him not to be in the interview, I thought that they just went through the motions. Um, and then they he would, they were surprised by what Ozzy had to say. And I think 
at the end of the day, I think they they felt that Ozzy was too close to the situation. He knew the players too closely. And I think that some of the leaders, such as like the non-Latin players, you're looking at Tim Anderson, Liam Hendricks, um, uh, the big bastard. Um, you, and, you know, those were the leaders that I think that were kind of pissed off at Ozzy. And I think they might have had a say and say, you know what? As much as he, we think he's a good guy, a good manager, but we don't vibe with how he was talking about us. And, and yeah, so I think that that may have been part of it. Now, part of me is like, yeah, I agree with you. And a part of me is like, no, I, I it's hard for me because like Ozzy Gian had Paul Conurco, Creedy, had other white, you know, ball players. Right. But when you the style and also he's not like he hasn't won a World Series, which Ozzy has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like you want passion. You want that fire like under your ass because, well, you had a great team the last two, three years and you haven't done anything about it. Yep. So but my point being is I'm like also like, hey, it, when it comes to being a reporter in my eyes, your views of your personal life off limits. Correct. Right. But when you're judged on your job to perform as a sport, which gives everyone that that's open season. Again, if you're yes. not doing your job. If you're not doing your job. Yay, you're going to be called upon and hey, fix it and move on. If you can't, you know, the old saying is if you can't handle the heat, get out the kitchen. Yeah, and I agree with you with that because you know? Ozzy was on uh, 670 to score. We're not going to play because it it's a 47 minute interview and I listened right. to it. And he did talk about, you know, I went through the interview process. And he's like, even before the interview process, I went to go see JR, Jay Reinsdorf. And we didn't even talk about the organization. We, they just, whatever issue they might have had, he went over there and squashed it with Jerry Reinsdorf and they, they shook hands and they were good. And then, no, Rick Hahn's like, all right, meet me at this time for your interview. Boom. There was a panel there. He goes to the interview. He thought it went well. That's when, you know, all, then my sources gave me this information. You know, they went well. Right. You know, you got families making plans. This is what's going on. And, um, you, you know what ends up happening is that you know they interview different candidates and sometimes you fall in love with one candidate over another and sometimes you you say hey this is a prettier girl and i don't know her and this is my ex and i know exactly how she's gonna end up and even though she's hot and she's crazy i know what i know how exactly how that's going to end up um so i think they went with the new girlfriend and they said you know you've got tons of experience on uh as a farm director and a minor leagues coach and, and uh, a bench coach you've put in your time and you also developed a catcher in salvador perez um, you, you put in the time. So I think that he has a lot of qualifications, a lot of knowledge that he can bring, especially because we have one of the worst catchers or the two worst catchers right now in MLB. Um, again, Abreu probably not coming back uh, right. because they, he, yeah, yeah, because, you know, Grafal said that he's talked to the leaders. He's talked to Tim. He's talked to Liam Hendricks. He's talked to um, Lance Lynn. He didn't talk about, you know, Abreu. You know, Abreu's a free agent. Uh, the White Sox just uh, exercised their, their club option with Tim Anderson, which is $12.5 million. For a shortstop, that's a 300 hitter and an all-star. That's a cheap price. That's a very cheap right. price. Also, White Sox News, they declined a $5.5 million club option uh, next year for Josh Harrison, which means he gets a $1.5 million buyout. And uh, Blue Jays' former manager, Charlie Montoya, will be the bench coach for uh, uh, which is you're gonna have one of the a really good manager because he was there for the Blue Jays, uh, uh, reconstruction, uh, you know, the rebuild. And now you, know, you have this, yeah, 
When is the winner um, next week? It's coming up. Okay. Uh, it's coming up. So, literally, uh, free agency starts on Thursday. And then uh, I think the week after or 10 days after is uh, okay. the winter meeting. I was going to ask, when does it, like, you know, uh, what is the correct name of it again? Uh, let's see. I, all I know is, like, I felt like it was, like, too early uh, to hire a coach because, but at the same time, the World Series just ended. And, you know, you're going to have all these, like, people that who don't have a coach or want to get a new coach. So I get the whole aspect of hiring yeah, right away. They, 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 you know, they lost out on a couple manager candidates. Um uh, but I, I think that their plan all along was to have everything done before the winter meetings. Uh, okay, just because, winter I, meetings, there you go. yeah, the winter meetings. It's, it's because um, you, you're going to have to make some moves. You've got four DHs. You know, you, you've got to right, move. Right. Uh, you know, what are you going to do at first base? We don't know. Are they going to sign a Brave? If they sign a Brave, then they got to move one of the young kids. Um, left field right field those are two problem areas you're catching i i is the grafal gonna sit down with with, with yasmani grandal and uh, you know two cuban guys chop it up and have some cigars and, and some scotch and say hey this is what you need to do because you really sucked right. last year i don't i don't know i don't know what the answer is right now that's why i, I don't get paid so the I big bucks thinking about right now uh rizzo decided to opt out of his contract with the yankees so if the cubs don't get um I don't know. I could. He loves Chicago. I wouldn't blow it I, past me. I, I would love him. I would love him for for a short term, um, for for a short term fix. But I still think Abreu has the better numbers. If you look at what what's on the back of a baseball card, I think right now Rizzo has more power. He's a little younger. Um, but you're looking at Abreu, who's going to hit over 300, who's going to push 80 RBIs, if not more. Uh, who's going to do his thing i know he's a silent leader but he's been the face after paul canerco he's been the face of the the first baseman yeah 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 it blows my mind that a lot of first basemen are the face of the city of their team yeah you you have mark grace you got rizzo you had Derek Derek lee Lee. yeah 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 Uh, definitely you know adam dunn for a short time Uh, when he was with the nationals okay good but the nationals yeah not with the white Sox. that's for sure no but yeah i mean i mean we'll see how it goes um like i said i'm probably gonna watch a lot of uh, white Sox games because the cubs again probably are not gonna sign another contract with hulu and no uh, they're gonna keep the marquee shit um it looks like they are making 50 percent more if i remember correctly they're making 50% more than they would be if they were on Channel 9 because Channel 9 or WGN or WGN, the Superstation, uh, stopped carrying the Cubs game nationwide. They kept it just local. That's part of the reason that they got the marquee network rather than uh, other than they want to be selfish like the Yankees and the Dodgers. Um, but that's part of the reason. They weren't getting the revenue or through either Channel 9, Channel 7, right. or um, I mean, uh, NBC I, Sports. Being- Eighty-eight dollars a month for Hulu, and I can't even get it on that. No, you so, can't. You can't. That, that, that's like the I, stupidest thing ever. Also, do, do you know what's other also stupid is that if you buy the MLB subscription, it's because not part of it. yeah, because it's because you live in a city that's the team you want to watch in, you are blacked out. I think that's the stupidest thing ever because it's right. like if yeah. I want to watch it online, I want to watch it online. I've already paid for the service. Let me watch my fucking team. Right, and like be supportive, but at the same time, like that's the one thing that I'm annoyed about being coach fan. Like it's just it's dumb. What's a baseball thing? I, I get I get the MLB package through through T Mobile every year. I'm excited. Every and that's the reason I keep T Mobile. 
That's the only reason I keep T-Mobile. Shout out to T-Mobile if you want to sponsor us. But I keep them because <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm gonna sell myself out. I'm Why whore. not? Why not? Right, I'm a whore. Uh, I, I'm really gonna keep you know T-Mobile because of that package because I can watch any baseball game at any time on my phone, on my iPad, on my TVs. It doesn't matter. Now, um, am I blacked out about my my team? Yeah, I can watch it two hours later, which is stupid, or the next morning. But I do like watching. Let's, let's say I do miss a game. I can watch it in the morning. It's a condensed game. It's thirty minutes. I love right. that feature. Right. But no, I want to watch it live too. I mean, the only time I actually watch the Cubs games or the highlights is like when it's on Comcast Sportsnet. So they have the highlights. Yeah. Or if I see it off of Facebook and they show the highlights. Or I get a notification saying they want. Yeah. Like, or if I'm at the game. Like, that's the only time. Or I would have to really be a cheapskate and take the bus or the train all the way there and go to where they have the park at and they have a giant tv yeah yeah just sit my ass with a fucking chair there and watch it you could uh, you also can go to output north over there because it's like a, a block or two down from wrigley uh so you can That's go there yeah, yeah there you go i mean i or i have to go to a bar which is not a bad thing but it's like at the same time it's like you know you want to sit at home sometimes and watch it like yeah. especially in april because it could be cold Oh yeah, I'm wa- I'm watching games at at the ho- at home or at the bar there for sure, for sure. But I mean, I usually go to opening day, so you know, yeah. Likewise, likewise. All right, speaking to the Cubs, any Cubs news, sir? Oh, we got tons of Cub news. All right, let's get started. Uh, Contreras trade muffled by Dusty. What Jed Hoyer was slash is planning to do through his inability to trade Contreras at the deadline, intentionally came off as a failure. Hindsight was uh, has revealed a much different version of events. Hoyer insisted that his star catcher remained with the team because no one was willing to meet the Cubs' asking price. Yet a deal had been made before Dusty Baker ended up scuffling the trade. The Cubs and Astros were in agreement to swap of Contreras straight up for a right starter Jose Uquay, you Uquay, you uh, you can't say his name. Uquidi. It's U R Q Uquay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's okay. Unlike previous trades that brought back prospects, many of whom were at the lowest level of the minors, this would have netted the Cubs at bona uh, fide MLB stars with three more years of controlling remaining. You didn't. You don't add big big league players unless you're intending to complete. Yeah. So that oh, I, agree. I like if you're going to compete, like there you go. I like stumbled on that one. Unless you're going to compete. Which, well, simply what it's saying is that that you have Jed Hoy, who's you know he's trying to put his stamp on the team. You know he right. still he still has the uh, um, the the I want to say the stench because he got left holding the bag from um, who was your GM before that? your president. Yeah. Uh, 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 why am I throwing a... I'm throwing a blank on this. I'm throwing a blank. It's got to be the tequila. Um, let's see. Wow. Um, oh, wow. Uh, let's see. I, I could see his face. Uh, Theo Epstein. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Yeah, the, uh, Theo, Theo Epstein still had... You know, he still left his mark and stench all over the Cubs team because he let them rot a little too long. Yeah, I feel, but it I was feel, still a good enough steak, man. It wasn't completely trash. It wasn't completely trash, but the thing is that these players who didn't sign extensions were like, well, I'm going to cash out. And then they got hurt. They played like shit. Then they ended up going to trade. It all started with Addison Russell getting like his. I think it all started the downhill from that dynasty. 
Dynasty, you have to win more than one championship for your dynasty, guys. Uh, I think for him, he started the ball that was just the bag ripped underneath us because of the fact that he had that assault issues with his wife. Okay, that also brings something to the clubhouse. Yeah. Then you have, uh, you know, what is it? Um, the backup catcher that was behind Contreras. Oh, Mon- Montero. Uh, Montero. Montero. He retired. Um, and then started and talking then, shit about the club. Right. And then you had Fowler that left the next season because they didn't want to extend him. So he went to St. Louis. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then you had uh, Lackey who retired. Uh, you still had Lester and... Lucky was there. Like you said, he's there for a haircut. You know, he's there for a haircut. <laughs> I mean, hey, he, 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 he helped he, us he, win that championship. Exactly. That's, how he, that's what he was there for. He was there to put the finishing touches on the cake. He was there to put the icing all over it. Well, Chapman was the icing, but yeah. Uh, and things like that. Chapman was gone, so a lot... Like, you're having all these pieces, and then, you know, the one thing I wish they would have kept, and now Contreras, like, we're getting off Contreras, but I, I think Contreras, you know, I'm happy for him if he goes somewhere else. Uh, if he goes, I feel like he's gonna go to the south side. Which you know what? Hey, I would go. Love I love him, but I don't. Uh, I don't think if, I, they can't keep Grandal and him with that much money. You, you've got to take Grandal. No one wants. I know that, but the White Sox are not gonna pay. They're cheap. They're cheap when it comes to the paying out a big contract. They just won't do it. Well, I mean, they learned the lessons with uh, Manny Ramirez, Adam Dunn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been paying uh, failing stars for years, for years. Just you know the attraction to get people inside the gate, and I get it. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big Manny fan. I'm a big Ken Griffey Same. fan, and it was great to see them in the White Sox uniform. But that's not the the Manny from Boston. That's not the Ken Griffey from Seattle, right? Or you the get, Manny from L.A. Right, right. You're getting you're getting people from their in their twilight of the career. That's that's BS. That's They're just like an attraction. Twenty five percent before they hit E, right? So. Yeah, that's like watching Mike Tyson. Like, oh, I want to see Mike Tyson fight some dude. There's an exhibition. Yeah, I got to see Mike Tyson, but right. it's not Mike Tyson in the nineties, right? Right. It, it's that you're not. That's not what you're getting. So w- I don't think Contreras is gonna be moving to the south side because they're right now. They're looking at keeping uh, Grandal because they now, think that this coach can fix him. Again, this is the last year of Grandal's con- uh, 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 contract. Will he be moved? Yeah, I think he will be moved if he's underperforming. I think they will cut yeah. times. I just think, you know, Contreras, if he goes to the south side, and it, it sucks that he got, he got you know, the, the trade didn't go through with him with Dusty because that would have been great. Yeah, he would have got his ring. He got another ring, but, you know, if he doesn't go to, you know, the south side, I mean, you know, try to go to, you know, the Astros in the offseason. I mean, you know you're wanted there, but just say, hey, I don't want to be a backup. And yeah, and that's the issue. They do spot. have two pretty good catchers. Um, one was hurt. Maldonado was hurt at that point in right. the season when that contra- when that when that trade was made. So uh, that might have been the, the the thing that they thought that Maldonado was able to come back. So uh, Dusty, you know, you can't argue with Dusty. He got a ring out of it. So I don't know. Right, and I mean, I was a Dusty fan. I wish you know I'm not an Astros fan because of the whole scandal and cheaters thing. Yeah, it's got a little like a little asterisk to it, but um, heavy for him in general because. He's been a player. He's been a coach. He's been an assistant coach. You know, uh, so and he was with the Cubs. So I'm happy with the for Nationals, him. with the Giants, and now with right. the Astros, right? You and the Cubs, right? You saw him get really close with all of those teams and never well, won a exactly. championship. Yeah, he's not a terrible coach. No, he just, he's not. He just couldn't. He could been, never get over the hump. Right. Right. Uh, you know, he was with the Cubs in the 2000s where they got close. They got close. 
and I was just a boy when they were that close. So uh, <laughs> I was a man when they won 2016. So I got to enjoy it a lot more. But uh, congrats, yeah, you're no, a man. Because, uh, you know, their team is again. It's I don't know what they're going to do in this offseason, but all I know is Ian Happ won a Golden Glove. That's right. Uh, and I was very shocked by this because well, I mean, played a good season. Yeah, he did, but it, every time, I don't know, maybe it was my bad timing because every time I would watch him, he would strike out or he'd go 0-3 that game. That, well, that's got nothing to do with his glove. That's I know, good. but, okay, define for the people out there who don't know how to get the golden glove. Because Derek Lee has a ton, so does Rizzo. Yeah. Okay, but how do you, what, what are the stats that give you that golden glove? Uh, put outs. Um, so it's put outs and fielding percentage, so amount of errors. Okay. So how many of those awards you, you could out? probably have? I don't even know. I haven't looked up his stats, but it's, it's probably less than ten errors, easily. Gotcha. Yeah. You are absolutely correct on that. What, how did Eddie get in here? Wait, what? <laughs> did you hear that? Did you hear? Eddie? I did. I got freaked out. I got a ghost <laughs> in my place. <laughs> All right. Nightmares. Yeah, oh, boy. All right, let's switch, <laughs> let's switch over to the from the Cubs to the Bears where we got to see this beautiful game down oh, on the lake. Did. Yes, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields broke the NFL record for the most rushing yards in a single game for a quarterback uh, this past Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. Fields broke Michael Vick's 173-yard game on the ground by putting up 178 yards rushing that day. I mean, we saw most of this, brother. Yeah, man, we're right there running for his life, getting good breaks, uh, getting through tackles. I mean, this guy is a fast runner, but again, like there was a couple times and you said it yourself, look at him, pass it to the guy right there. You know? Uh, yeah, he, he's. And, and my biggest thing is like, he's great. I was impressed and I'll say it. I'm, I was impressed. He's never really won me over because I always told you he's a baby bear. You know, he's like a young Cam Newton. He's not a Lamar Jackson to me, um, you know, and he, you know, uses his legs a lot. And it's like, dude, that's going to catch up to you, right? That's going to get to you. Well, well here's the thing with, with that. He has no option. His offensive line cannot hold blocks. So right. what they did but is design the offense. But go, go ahead. So they designed the offense for him to move the pocket. And for him to be able to roll out. So he is, his options are, here's my first read. Here's my second read. I got nothing. I got to go. He doesn't go one, two, three, four. He doesn't go through all, all the entire progression because he doesn't have the time. No, he doesn't have the time. And, and that's the thing. Now, what he is doing, he is reading the defense more. As the games are going, uh, as we're getting go- deeper in the season, what you're seeing is that he's also reading the defense. I was like, okay, they're double teaming here. They, they have a, a, a safety spying me over here and a single coverage over here. All right, cool. Let me see. One, two, three. No. And then he sees a lane and he takes it. And that's what right. he's doing. He's like, I don't have this. I don't have that. But I'm going to see. I see this running lane right here and I can get 25 yards. So I'm going to take right. these 25 yards and move the chains down. And at some point, I'll be able to throw to these guys. Now, the thing is, when he is throwing the ball, these MFers are not catching the ball. No, they're Equinemus not. St. Brown, not catching the ball. Claypool got got mugged. Uh, on, on, you know, like he was on the red line, like literally his. Oh yeah, dude. He was getting yeah, mugged. I mean, they were throwing. Yeah, they were throwing. And no pass interference. Side yeah, side passes. Um, you know, I hope he's the next Zach Wilson, but you know, we'll see. 
<laughs> I got the reference. I got the reference. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I was impressed. I thought he did really well. Um, you know, uh, him beating McNa- uh, Michael Vick's running record. Uh, I wouldn't even call him Michael Vick uh, Jr. I wouldn't. No, I just no. Don't. Justin Fields is that dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that dog. Um, well, then don't bring him on, Michael Vick. That's for sure. No, no, Michael Vick. Um, is, uh, no. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I was impressed. I liked the game. It was close. You know, I, I think for them to get thirty-two points, yes, uh, yes, is it's very impressive to me because first couple weeks they couldn't get over twelve, and then and they got over twenty. And I think what really broke loose is when they had that uh, beat over the Pats. I think the biggest thing was for them was um, after they lost to Washington, um, they realized, you know what, we've got to do what's best for Justin. The entire season doesn't doesn't matter at all. No, the only thing that matters is the growth of Justin Fields. Most of these guys will not be here in the future. They're not going to be here next year, the year after, the year after. Right. Um, The only person that you know that's going to be here is going to be Justin Fields. The offensive line, meh. Your wide receivers, maybe Claypool, maybe because Donner Moody. But I could see him staying because or being a number two or three. Right, but the thing is, we have so much money. You have a, over 130 million dollars to spend, and all these draft picks. I'm gonna tell you right now, with these draft picks, what you can do is you can package this and get the person that you want from another team that may not be available for trade. But you can say, hey, I'm gonna offer you this and this, and I'm gonna get that superstar. Yeah, and like two I, players right and I can still spend money and and uh, you know assure my my offensive line. You can spend the money or go through the draft through for offensive line, and then you can add for defense, right? Because right now our defense is depleted. We got a bunch of young guys, right. and we got to see what they can do. And they may not be here again. They may not be here next year because right. they're all on trial. They're all on trial. I mean, like, they're not. They're not terrible. They're not terrible. They were, they were able to stop Tua from uh, scoring a couple times and. You know, it wasn't like um, they were just running all over them, and it, it was a close game. It wasn't a complete blowout. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this: if you put Justin Fields with the talent, the offensive talent that Miami has, what do you think happens to the Bears? Uh, wait, say that again. If you put Justin Fields, yeah. So we switch quarterbacks. So if if we if Justin Fields starts for Miami and Tua starts for uh, the Bears, what do you think the score is? Not it's not going to be the same game. That's for sure. It is not Tua, the same game. Tua runs, but he doesn't run as much as Justin. But it also, like, I would say, even if you put Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields and swapped them, no. But I'm saying right? swap swap the quarterbacks. What's the score? I would say Justin Fields. I think he'd probably scored 27, and Tua probably like 14. Oh, I think it's a way way higher scoring. Yet. I think he's like you know. In the 50s. But here's my thing with this. It's in the 50s. The offensive line is great. I hope I'm wrong. But if we get all this alignment, we get all this, you know, these wide receivers, and he's still running for this amount of time. No, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be running at that point. But he's also not a a pocket passer. He's got to learn how to do that. Well, hey, you can't but, teach a dog new tricks. So that's what I'm just saying. But he again, hasn't had it, and when he has hey, it, he's not going to do is not, Mahomes is not a pocket passer either. Yeah, but he still hits with uh, accuracy. accuracy. Yes, uh, yes, I will agree with her. Oh. I will agree there. 
you know, you have Justin who's missing a couple passes that are like right there, but just you know a little too uh, short. Long, it's a second year, which I get it. It's a second but, year, you know, right? Well, Patrick Mahomes it really well his second year too. Yeah, so. I know. Well, Patrick Mahomes is you know he's he's already got his name etched in Canton, so. That's my boy. That's my boy. My boy. All right. Now let's move over to the Madhouse on Madison. We've got a couple minutes to wrap this up. Uh, Blackhawks. We talked talk, about the going to the Blackhawks game. Yeah. They are they five and five and fourth in the West. This is surprising. Yeah. So, I mean, they went to the game I lost, so maybe I shouldn't go anymore. But, <laughs> Every um, time you go, they lose. Yeah. So, I, I think I'm going to go. But I'll watch Black them on Hawks. TV. I had a good time. Um, I'm shocked. Uh, I don't watch as much hockey, but I've been reading articles, and they've been, you know, keeping up with some of the good teams. It was funny. Was- they have they had three goalies go down. Right. One of them was at the game on Tuesday. He literally just got shoved and knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Concussion. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So you know, I hopefully they could be the underdog, right? So we'll see. No, you're, you're going to see Taves and Kane get traded. You'll see them. Get I wish they kept one of them to retire as a Blackhawk, but that doesn't happen anymore. No, no. I mean, we got to stop looking at that. You know, do what's best for business, which is best for your organization, and move those guys so they can go get a championship somewhere else. You're looking at the Oilers, who are fucking really good. Uh, yep. There's a couple of teams. Hey, hey, hit up Vegas. Avalanche is still good. Yeah, Avalanche is still good. Hit up Vegas. You know, there's a lot of teams. I know not everybody follows hockey, but I'm telling you right now. It, it, it's time to hit the reset button and see what the young kids can do. Right. All right, brother. Let's move over to the hard floor. Oh, my favorite part. That's right. The Chicago Bulls. Well, uh, yeah, man. Um, they're losing games close, but they're beating some good teams. I mean, they beat Brooklyn. They beat the Celtics. Um, they lost against the Cavaliers, but... Uh, Right now, they're playing back-to-back with Toronto right now, yeah. and they're actually winning. Yeah, they're, Yesterday's game, they got, what, lost by, what, 10, 12? Yeah, it, it, was a, it, was, it wasn't that bad of a loss. It, right. well, what I saw was that, you know, obviously, Zach wasn't playing the first of the back-to-back, and he's playing right now, and he's actually right. killing. So what I am seeing is that they stay on the perimeter, and what was going on is that when they pass it to DeMar, they double DeMar to get the ball out of, out of his hand, and everyone is just standing still. This is exactly what happened last year, where everybody's just like watching DeMar and not doing anything. You have to cut. You've got to move. You got to get a screen. Yeah, you put the screens out. You got to do all the fundamentals because they are going to double DeMar, especially right. with Zach not out there. Kobe's out. Uh, uh, I forgot who else had a shoulder injury. Uh, um, uh, the new girls, everyone who's on the bench who's now going to become a starter has to step up, yeah, right? Yeah, so you, you got to find your spot, you got to do the basics. You know, Kobe could be working out, you know, rest his soul, like, but he would always do the fundamentals, yeah, practice yeah. the fundamentals, and that's what made him so great, regardless. Like, he was a great athlete, great shooter, but practicing the fundamentals that's how you're going to be a better player, better passer, better everything. So I mean, I don't think they miss much with, with you having Dragic there, um, you know, picking well, up the slack. He's been a great help. He's been a great help. Again, you have uh, him and Caruso um, coming off the bench. I think that's uh, such a good experience. You have uh, two extra coaches on, on you know, a floor general uh, right. on the court. So that helps a lot. But those guys are older. They can't play a full game like that. Right. And them coming up. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think Caruso could do it, but not as much. Um, he can't do it game after game. No. So I think they could swap him out and play for 10 minutes, swap 10 minutes. Yeah, Jason Terry got some minutes the other day in, in Toronto. Right. I haven't been watching to see if he got any minutes today. But um, 
the Bulls, they're not at full strength yet. They're, they're playing shorthanded. You know, Zach's not playing every game because they're being precautious. Lonzo, I know he's got good Lonzo, strength, I'm going to tell you right now, Lonzo is not playing he's a not. game this season. Mark it, mark it in the books. This is November 7th. I'm calling it right now. I'm going to take my, 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 my little whiskey swig. I don't think he, yeah. I, I Honestly, I don't think he's That kid does back. not play a game this season for us. No, I don't think so either. So, yeah. All right. Um, as we wrap up the loop, our friend uh, Jose Shorty Torres, he's been on the podcast a couple times. I'm going to get him on pretty soon. Uh, he got the win over Durbani at Brave CF65 last week. I watched that as I'm, I'm leaving work because that's what it was on. It was like at 2 in the afternoon, 2.30 in the afternoon. I'm watching it. It's overseas. Right. And I'm watching it on my phone. I'm watching it. I'm all excited. I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Um, yeah, so he took the decision. A huge shout out to our friend Jose Shorty Torres on the win. He also had his uh, uh, celebration party uh, at Output and at uh, some other bar afterwards, but I couldn't attend. But I'm going to give him a shout out, and we look to having him in the studio because he's such a character, such a good guy. He does a lot of work for the community. Uh, we look forward to having him on the show, uh, on the show again soon. And, um, well, that wraps up the loop, sir. All right. Jeez, <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> yeah, that was fast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. This is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official, on Instagram and Facebook. Check us out. Y te lo dice Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. In for E Rock is Stevie B. What up? All right, Stevie B. <laughs> it's that time again, brother. Oh, yeah. My favorite segment. That's right. You know what time it I'm is. Not going to get roasted this time. <laughs> it's time <laughs> for stirring the pot. All right, brother. Let's. Uh, what do you got for this week? Uh, you know, the guests will usually have the, uh, the stirring the pot. So, what do you got for us? Yeah. So, um, you know, I like sandwiches. Uh, right where I work now in Downers Grove, there's a good Italian sub place. So mm-hmm. no complaints there. All Love right. it. Who It's in downtown Downers Grove. It's great. Um, but today I decided to have G- uh, Jersey Mike's. The Jersey Mike's. Not Jimmy John's. Jersey Mike's. Oh, not Jimmy John's. What'd you Jersey get at Jersey Mike's. Mike's? So I don't know about you, man, but... Uh, I've I only had Jersey Mike's one time. I've only had it one time. I've had it multiple times. It's great. It's a little pricey, but it's good. Yeah, uh, okay. But you know, as, as uh, I've noticed, getting older, um, I get uh, I gotta take Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting hard. I, I gotta take Tom's, man. 
because uh, I've been nonstop burping. I usually get all the Italian dressings, the vinegar, the oil, um, lettuce, tomato, uh, you know, mayo, and the turkey and provolone. That's what I had. But I decided to throw jalapenos on there again, full circle about having hot stuff. There we go. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just keep burping the jalapenos. That's the one thing I keep burping. And it's driving me nuts as I'm drinking here. Every time you're talking, I'm like, okay, do I got a burp? Do I not? Do, you know, no, so that's a fine, sir. Um, Jersey Mike's is one of my top sandwich places. You know, I would put uh, pot bellies up there for my number one, but Jersey Mike's would be number two. What am I drop? Because uh, I keep burping these jalapenos. Oh, so. don't blame Jersey Mike's for your choice of topping, sir. I mean, if you have them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have them. So I'm they have Carolina them. Reapers on there, and you put it on there. You don't blame Jersey Mike's. No, because I'm not going to order those. <laughs> oh, okay. Then. Uh, so, but no, oh I, I don't have jalapenos because p- I get them at Subway. So, okay. Well, first of all, Subway is not even real food. Um, okay. Well, those jalapenos are probably the one of the only things that's real there. Okay. So. Well, well, at Jersey Mike's, are the jalapenos fresh or are they pickled? They look fresh because they're in the small little like cubby thing. Like it's Subway. They're in the small little cubby thing. No, no, no. Are they pickled? I mean, like... Are they they kind of sweet or are they like just dry and crunchy? They're a little. They're a little. They have a little juice to them. Okay, then they're pickled. They're pickled. So okay. that means you they're can't handle like the jalapenos. They're like for get, nachos. Like, Mac. Yeah, they're for nachos. And like they come in the can, you open up and you yeah, throw it in there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably it. Yeah. Oh come on. As I burp right now. Exactly, um, and I'm the old guy. <laughs> that's a fine, sir. Um, speaking <laughs> of burping, uh, prior to the show today, prior to the recording, I went over to Papa, uh, Papa Cache over that division. Now, that was your first time, right? No, I've been, I've been there multiple times. I, I grew up going there, man. Oh, and um, I had a hibarito, I had a steak hibarito with the, with the rice. I'm not a fan of that rice. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Well, the thing is, I grew up with a Puerto Rican mom, and she makes the best rice in the world. No disrespect to everybody else, but I'm just saying, <laughs> everyone says that. But you come, my ha- I'm gonna tell you right now, my mom gets invited to parties. And they ask her to make the rice. So, you know, disclaimer right there. She makes the best rice in the world. Um, That's awesome. But her, the, the are pretty good. I'm not going to lie. They're, they're really good. The platanos are fresh and whatever. And they give you the, the garlic butter that you can put on or in the jibarito on the side. And they give you a little hot sauce too, which I right. did appreciate because you never get that usually. And, and I love the little bit of hot sauce. So I, I, I put both of them on the inside. And let me tell you right now, prior to recording, I literally was burping like for two straight hours that, that garlic butter. And I just kept burping and tasting now the garlic. Have you always put that garlic butter on? Always. Always. That okay, the gar- so garlic's a staple. If you're Puerto happen. Rican, you're Puerto Rican, you know garlic <laughs> is a bu- is a staple in every piece of food, man. I'm just saying because I didn't know about Jersey Mike's jalapenos and this was going to happen to me. Well, you know you what? I knew I, I, that the garlic was going to hit you. So yeah, I knew it was oh, on I'm, you, buddy. Yeah, I'm 41. <laughs> I know it's going to hit me. Everything's going to hit me at this point. Everything hits me. But you know what? I'm going to go try your sandwich at Jersey Mike's. Next time I go to Jersey Mike's, I'm going to be like, hey. Number seven. Number seven with jalapenos. All right, cool. And, and I'll report back on that. But I mean, I'll come get that jalapeno and I'll get it. Right. Again, we got to do these food segments, man. I We've know. Been I'm done to go. All right, we got. Well, we got. Don't want to output. I could have said, "How are the wings? Oh, they're good. All right." But again, burping and a little, a little gassy. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Before we go, what are you watching that is in sports? Oh man. Uh, well, what did I finish? Um, finished Tales of the Jedi. 
That's one of the things I finished on Disney Plus. Is it I good? rewatched Coco. Wait, wait, go on, start, slow down, slow down. Tales of a Jedi. What wait. is this about? So Tales of a Jedi is like uh, stories of like early Qui Gon Jinn before he died in Phantom Menace. So he's like a Padawan and Dark uh, Count Dooku, who was a Jedi, turned to the dark side. And, you know, you see in the Clone Wars where Count Dooku is there. So you get a little backstory. Uh, Yeddle, who is the other little Yoda character for the Force, who was in Phantom Menace, is also in there. So you can oh, yeah. see her, Ahsoka's bo- story, how she was born and how she became a Jedi. And you see Anakin and stuff like that, not Darth Vader. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. Sean and everything. Will... Everything you just said was wah 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 because I didn't understand right. anything because all, I'm all not a Star Wars you, fan like that. Yeah, all I can tell you is Sean and Matt Metric over here chew me alive because I tell them that that's better than uh, Endor, which I don't really care because they all die in Rogue One anyway. But yeah, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not a spoiler. If you're a true fan, you should know it. But. Uh, yeah um besides that um i watched big mouth too i finished that i need to watch that i you know I'm uh, a big it's fan. hilarious it's yeah. like an adult uh comedy um it's pretty funny and there's mm-hmm. like five seasons so um if you want to binge watch that in a cold windy chicago night or weekend go for it yeah that, that's something that's on my queue that um Funny thing is that when I get bored or I finish a season or something's on hiatus, I end up watching like the same stuff over and over, like Boardwalk Empire or Sons of Anarchy or Breaking Bad. I'll rewatch them. Right now, I'm rewatching Smallville. Reason oh, re- nice. Yeah, rewatching Smallville also because I, I do follow. Kristen fa- Kirk? Yeah, smoke. Anna Lang. Oh, high school crush. Yeah, or even uh, uh, the girl that plays, uh, what's her name? Uh, t- comes in in season four. Uh, she, or Lois Lane. She plays Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty hot, too. Yeah. But Kristen Kirk, Lana Lang, man. Oh, yeah. Kristen Kirk, 100%. 100%. That's why my car is named Lana, because of, you know, you know, it's a Lancer. So That, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been watching it just also because uh, Michael Rosenbaum is, uh, he's starting a new podcast with um, Clark. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah uh, they, they've been doing that for a while, and they break uh, down episodes. Yeah, they're breaking down cool. episodes. They're on. They're, I think they're like season right. one, episode ten, or something like that. Um. So yeah, I I watch his stuff on YouTube. Um. I'm, I watch. I listen to his other podcasts as well. I'm a big, big fan of it because he he talks about. A lot I'm not used to seeing him with hair. Yes. So not. He's got a pretty good set of hair too. Yeah, he's got a great set of hair, and the thing is that I'm watching him there, and then I watch him as Lex, and I'm like. Dude, you look way better as Lex. Right. Shave your head. Yeah, just, just shave, shave your head, head, bro. You look way better as Lex. You look like a you know pretentious asshole, but at least you look good. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that, that's, that's something I'm watching. I finished that 70s show. Uh, oh, Westworld got canceled, so I'm pretty pissed about that. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that on um, No Water on the Weekend. I am uh, so pissed about that. I brought that up because Sean, again, and Matt like that. They like Westworld. I've never watched it yet. But, yeah, they canceled that. So, were you watching it? You're yeah, right. I, I was definitely watching it. It did get a little uh, crazy, and the story got out of hand in the last right. two seasons. 
I, I wish they would have kept it into the park, into the Westworld Park. I think they, they, that was a great story. They could have built so much from there. They didn't have to go outside the park and create a whole new story. Also, when you lose um, a main character like Anthony Hopkins, somebody with such star power, I right. think they they you know they felt that echoing the, the, the next season and the season after that. Um, I thought they could have brought him back in some capacity, um, but I, what I'm saying is like you you have a, a show like House of Dragons who's bringing in 75 million people to watch it on a, on a weekly basis, and they're spending less than Westworld who's only bringing in five million. That's why I mean that, I never saw one episode. So it didn't intrigue me. Westworld. Yeah. I'm a, I tell you right now, watch the first two seasons. You'll love it. You don't have to watch the rest. Just watch the first two. You'll all love right. it. Yeah. I mean, I give it a chance. You know, why not? No, there, there's... All right. There's so many... There's like... I want to say about four episodes. You're like, holy shit. That, and, it, and, it, and it'll end like that. And you're like, oh, man, I can't wait till the next episode. So I watch it episodically every week. So for you to binge it, you'll be like, okay, I can see it. I can see it. You know, right, you're gonna see right. that over and over and over. So there, there's a, there's a couple episodes you're like, holy god! Again, just like every other HBO show, there is a lot of dialogue that will foreshadow what's going on. Yeah, no, I'll take you up on that. I'll probably watch it uh, probably tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, last thing I, I did watch was uh, it's kind of sports related. So I watched the uh, Crown Jewel event. WWE goes to uh, Saudi Arabia like once a year, twice a year, and they do an event out there. So I saw was it Logan Paul or Jake Paul fight Roman Reigns for the championship, and you know what? The kid he worked his ass off. He he's put in the work. In I would say like he's been doing it for a year. He's, Maybe almost two, but yeah, just about. Yeah, very, yeah. Very, he's, he's approaching a two-year mark, and I'm not gonna, not gonna lie, man. He's got natural ability to be a, a, a professional wrestler, like you know, wrestling. Um, um, he's he's picked up a lot of stuff. He's trained with the uh, uh, HBK Shawn Michaels. Um, he he literally put 40 minutes up there with Roman Reigns, the top guy, and. It's yeah. a lot of acting too, and it, it is. It is a lot of acting. It is, and you know, I, I watched the entire. I watched the match twice, and obviously, it's not perfect because he's not a professional wrestler, and there's a, a couple miscues that I did did see. But like looking at it from the outside perspective, if you didn't know wrestling, you're like, man, this kid hung in there, and apparently, he told he tore his MCL, ACL, and uh, uh, meniscus during the match. Yeah, well, that's going to stop his uh, boxing career for a little bit. Oh, no, the, that's the other brother. Oh, I thought he was still doing it, though, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Logan Paul and Jake Paul, right? One of them's a boxer, right. one's a wrestler, so. They were both doing boxing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, uh, so. yeah, who knows? Yeah, the one that, the one that uh, boxed. The only one I know is Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and Dave Bautista. Those are the only three I actually know. Speaking and of Dave The Rock, I have been watching what? Young Rock. Have you been watching that? No, dude, it's so I good. Got, I got my Hulu back today, so okay, yeah, I yeah. Of, I watch TV to catch up in. Definitely watch Young Rock. Um, you're really gonna enjoy it, especially the old stories about you know Hulk Hogan and all that stuff. He tells stories about that right, back in the day, right. so that's really good. So, um, anything else you want to talk about before we're out of here? Uh, what else? Love is Blind is pretty cheesy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no rom coms for you. No love stories for you. That's uh nope. I mean the only thing I've watched at rom com is like I watch old stuff. Oh like uh the other day I watched Fifty First Dates. 
Ah, uh, gotcha. And this is my good eye. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob Schneider, man. Good guy. Oh, yeah, I love him. Love him. Well, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, All right, it's time yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you since I don't want you out of breath here. <laughs> a big thank you to our sponsors 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans and Great Clothing Company Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirt Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for, at checkout for 15% off your entire order That is TRUEFAN15 Go and get your shirts now Shout out to the newest show on a 606 lineup, The No Water in the Weekend with Sean and Steven, a pop culture. Oh, yeah. That's right. Forward podcast that dabbles in funny trivia, film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news. And all the happenings. New episodes available every Monday. Steven, where, where can they listen to you? Yeah, you guys could check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. So Spotify, Apple, Amazon. Yeah, you name it, we're on it. All right. Everything but YouTube, right? Just like us. Everything but YouTube. Yes, All right, cool. January yeah. 1st is a new year, buddy. So yeah, we're working on that, people. That. Just keep, keep tuned. Stay tuned, and uh, we'll be working on that. All right, the Bulls are back. That's right. Right now, they're winning the 106 to 93. Uh, a little spoiler for you. Uh, the Bulls are back. That's right. The NBA is back in action. 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Shy Native Entertainment presents the All Net Podcast. Make sure to check out the All Net Podcast with Mike Logic and Ideal after every Bulls game for a breakdown and analysis. The Shine Native Raider podcast is not available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them out now, man. There's a lot of stuff. We, we, we're putting hey, out a lot of content. Read all these? I would have passed out by now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let me do this because uh, you haven't done this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shout out to Ronish, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we're playing on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for your moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, IG, and Spotify. And reach out to us at our email. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us at True uh, Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. Send us your food recommendations. Send us your show recommendations. If you got an opinion on the Bears, the Cubs, the Sox, the Bear, uh, the Bulls, the Chicago Fire, the Chicago Sky, hey, the Chicago Sting. Or in the back there. If you got an opinion, opinion on one of the Chicago teams, hit us up. You want to argue? Bring it, bring it. We got tons of people in our in our six o media, six o media uh, staff that we can argue with you. So bring it. All right, y'all. For uh, Stevie B and E Rock, this is Big Z. We'll see you next time for episode one one seven one seventeen. Nice. Yeah. Until then, be good to each other. All right, for sure. Cheers. For the love of sports. Oh, sorry. For the love of sports. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He's new here. He's new here. It's, new here. it's, okay. it's okay. My first time. It's okay. It's for time. <laughs> <laughs> a few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. <laughs> Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.